You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Two Chunks in a Hunk, a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week, I'm your hunk. I'm Doge, and I'm a chunk. It's in my DNA. (laughs) And I'm Carter. And hey, Twink, get this man a chunk. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, nice. Jordan, I noticed when we, like a second ago, when we started the show, remember? Yeah. You said that you were the hunk? I did. That's interesting. Can you explain why? Uh, Very simple answer. I stepped on my toe this morning. Oh, Oh, no. And it took a hunk out of your toe. Full hunk. Wow. And a hunk out of the door. And a hunk out of the door. Well, it was a chair, but yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I assumed it was a door. That's on me. That's crazy. (laughs) That's my fault. (laughs) Why would you just assume it was a door? That's totally my fault. Because doors are toe magnets. Do you stub your toes on doors a lot? Like door frames. I'll catch the I'll catch that pinky boy. Dude, you gotta walk in the middle. I'll catch yeah. <laughs> walks, That's life advice. Doge swings both feet in a full like one eighty degree yeah. arc on either side of his body. Right? How else am I gonna get that motion of the ocean in these hips? Oh, my oh that gosh. is important. That is very. Important. <laughs> What's the point of walking? Now, right. I've I've never really understood the point of walking to begin with. <laughs> much less if you're not just much, smacking much your toes west. into stuff. If the, much wet. Much wet. Much wet. Much wet. <laughs> So I have a list of things. Okay. <laughs> it's just your shopping list. <laughs> no, it's not. It's deodorant. Not. Here we go. Toothpaste. It's going to sound like it at first. It's not though. <laughs> Three French fries. Um, a collection of door trash. Okay. Okay. A, a pebble that has been stuck in the bottom of someone else's shoe. Okay. okay. What, do you know what these three things have in common? They're all in your car right now. No. Oh. Doge, you want to try? That was going to be mine too. They're okay. all in my car right now. Right. So actually, let's just collect everything. I'm going to go ahead and collect everything at the bottom of y'all's cars. Okay. okay. These are all things that I would rather pay $15 for. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. I would ra- I, I legitimately was like, you know what? Yeah, I would have enjoyed these things maybe more. 
and it would have made more sense. But for then some reason, movie, are you talking yes, about this for movie? some reason, I want to see what it looked like when Justin Lin, is that the director? Whoever yeah. it is that's in charge of getting stuff on streaming services was going from door to door and being like, huh? and they're like, no, like so, no one's like, we are w- not wasting our infinite space on having this for free <laughs> this yeah. movie or for even free. for rental for rent, yeah. even for yeah. rent. The, the joke here listeners is the only way to watch this movie is to own it. So that either means you have to purchase it on digital or purchase it on Blu-ray or DVD. Like there is no yeah. existing way to rent or stream this movie. So to all of you haters out there who've been listening since the beginning and saying, we're not dedicated enough to this podcast. This is a $45 episode. This is a $45 episode. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do. Let's get some sponsors. Why didn't yeah. you guys jump on my? I told you guys you could use my. Oh, Amazon I totally account. locked into your Amazon. You did? Yeah, I still uh, remember your password. When did you say that? On the in the text messages, uh, I bought it and I was like, "You guys are welcome to use my Amazon to watch it." <laughs> so, so, so it's only a thirty dollars. All total, yeah. This is a thirty dollars episode. So if you can yeah, donate a dollar to our podcast, if you if just you, by walking up and handing it to one of us, yeah. please. <laughs> for for literally a dollar. You can feed me a dollar's worth of food <laughs> and make up for one fifteenth of me watching this movie. Boy, haven't you loved this intro? I know that I sure have. In order to get great quality intros like this every week, just a small donation of one dollar. We know you guys don't Listen, like you. We know you we guys hate don't like doing these donations. We hate doing it. You know, <laughs> we'd love to stop, but man, it's this time of year. It's drive season. It's fundraising season. That's what we do. <laughs> oh man. Hey, Carter, guess what? What? It's time for Jordan Wonder's Car Corner. Yay! Welcome to Jordan Wonder's Car Corner, where Jordan Wonder's answers all your car-related queries and questions. I got a question. Yeah, tell me about it. So, usually, are most things in Tokyo on the right side? That's an, it's an interesting question. Um, when it comes to Tokyo and left-slash-right orientation, mm-hmm. uh, the rule that most subscribe to is as follows. Tokyo? Yeah. Toki, yo, get on the right. Okay. Mm, yeah. Um, Toki, Toki, no. Toki, no, left. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I, it's a, it's a, it's a fun little mnemonic device. Yeah. That lets you remember Toki, Tokino, like the pizza rolls? Tokino's pizza rolls. <laughs> Which usually, those enter my mouth on the left side. So yeah. That makes and then the left your side brain and they is already exit my mouth it. on the right side. Yeah. <laughs> right. The left side is then rendered unusable. <laughs> It just burns the left side shut. By the blast of pizza magma. Here's a 1,000 degree pizza fruit gusher. Enjoy. (laughs) And then it's just, it's it's friction welding at that point. Just, (laughs) and then it's done. Extra question. Yeah. Do most international cars explode after being turned over? And if you were to compare that to any animal, what would it be? Great question. (laughs) Thank you, listener. Um, to answer the first part of your question, answer A is yes. Okay. Uh, so that's that actually why that most, most international cars are weighted heavily at the bottom, like a weeble so that when they, they wobble, that's fine, they don't but fall, they do they not fall, fall down okay. yeah. because if they do end up upside down, yeah, it's going to blow. And that makes sense. Cause weeble started in Germany. It was the weeble, right? De yeah. Weeble und wobble. Yes. Weeble's wobble. They don't fall they down. Don't. And, right. and uh, to answer your second question, to compare it to any animal, I don't think it's going to be shocking to anybody. So why don't we all say it together? Got Obviously it. the animal it's most similar to yep. is a turtle. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Timon. Timon. <laughs> I said it. So you named like a proper noun animal. <laughs> we asked. 
<laughs> Timon is my favorite animal. <laughs> Wait, I just now figured out that you said Timon and not Tim Bone. I was like, what is that? Did you name an instrument? <laughs> like a name? So when, so when somebody, hold on. I said turtle. I said goose. So when somebody asks you, What's your favorite animal is? You mean you Timon. mean type of animal? Timon. You mean which specific animal? Which specific animal is my very favorite out of all of them? It's got to be Timon. <laughs> so as I'm sure you've guessed by now, this week we are obviously talking about the masterpiece movie known only as The, the Fast, Fast and, and the, the Furious Tokyo Drift. I noticed you didn't say the faster piece. Yeah, I should have. But we can we can roll with it. Well, if you, <gasps> since you're so since you're so into since you're so into correcting me, why don't you just give us the synopsis? Sure Doge. will. Sure will. Can't wait. Fast. No, sorry, not <laughs> fast and furious. Fast, no, it's not fast. Sorry, not not fast and furious. The fast. The fast and the, the furious. Yeah. The Tokyo The Drift tells <laughs> the story of the oldest high schooler in the world. <laughs> If the, uh, if the story had been about the renegade high school janitor, I would yeah. have been like, yeah, it makes what's sense. It, Sean, what's his name? Boswell. Sean Boswell. Sean Boswell is just another name that doesn't feel like it belongs to a real person. <laughs> yeah. Sean Boswell is kind of a troubled teen, I guess we we're forced to say. <laughs> they say specifically it's yep. before his 18th birthday. A cop. So Who, he's wait, 17. How does the cop? He's like. You're doing all that. You need to. You need to get out and all, all before, before your 18th, 18th birthday. birthday. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, like, I don't so understand this, this. So this adult male is 17 years. Yeah. Somebody's grandpa is 17 years old. The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift tells the story of 30 year old, 17 year old Sean Boswell. <laughs> he gets into trouble at school for racing mm. uh, and then has to move to live with his dad in Tokyo, Japan. It's either Tokyo or Juvie for him. Which, Which is, is usually both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the options you have. Yeah, yeah. Any. We're going to circle back to this part of the story. Yeah. I, just, I can't go any further without asking this question. His mom uh, played Wii Sports with the cop to get him out of going to Juvie, right? That's the I implication. Think so. Is that what that was? Isn't because that's why he leaves and they're in there alone, and then they come out, and she's like, "I like he's you're not getting arrested anymore." Because it wasn't juvie. He said, "You're going to be lucky not to be tried as an adult." Were there any other allusions to the fact that mom was playing Wii Sports with a lot of people? Uh, I mean, she kind of walked in and was very flirty of like the wow. Mrs. Buzzwill, please. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, it's Ms. Yeah, maybe. I think that's a weird read on that scene, but it Dude, seems to 100%, be correct. That's all I got from it. I yeah, was like, that's Whoa, weird. She just did that. So anyway, uh, Sean that moves to Tokyo uh, and befriends the only two non-Japanese students in the school. <laughs> Uh, and they introduce him to the underground street racing culture in Tokyo, uh, built entirely around the art of the drift. Yep. Like uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pushing that right bumper. Yeah. Which is actually fun. Cause if you watch, you can see the purple flames ignite if they drift for long enough. Nice. And, that and the numbers are one, two, yeah. three. Yeah. So Sean throws in with Han, uh, cause their names rhyme. And that's really the only reason he owes Han money, uh, owes Han a car. Uh, not and a 10 second car, not a 10 no, second car. No, no. And together they, they kind of, they end up working to, this sounds like a sentence out of a fever dream. If you haven't seen this movie, they together end up working together to overthrow the Yakuza <laughs> through the art of drifting 
un- underground street races. Power of cinema. Yeah. So Power that of it sounds like a joke. That is the real plot of this it movie. Is. It really is. Can uh, we start talking, please? Let's let's start talking about. I this I want to open up with this first scene because it is truthfully the wildest opening scene to any movie I've ever been a part of. See, you've said that a a couple of times in a row, and I think you're forgetting about the blood-red apocalypse sky that begins the notebook. That's a great point, but the the beginning of this movie with with the race with Tim the Toolman Taylor's oldest son and... Well, I mean, can we can we first like even before that, the slow-mo scene of everybody getting, you know, checked before they come in this. Yeah, what is that, dude? Yeah. And then it's like, was there supposed to be some internal struggle as Sean watches a chubby kid get spray painted purple on his belly in slow motion? You know how bullies do that? How they're like, you cross me. I'm going to spray paint your belly well, and purple. He looks at him. He looks at him and he's like, I'm going to do something. No, I won't. Can't and then do anything. I thought it was going to become a thing later. Where it was like, no, Sean learns to stand up for other people. But right. no, it was, he just was kind of a jerk and watched a bully get tummy painted. Let's put, in that, let's put ourselves in that race though. But well, yeah, and, and before we get to that race, <clears throat> I think it's important that we say, so definitely 100%, right? The, the producers of this movie were like, can we only have Creed songs and Nine Inch Nails songs for this movie? <laughs> but, but, but. We can't afford either of them. So can we just have knockoff Creed and Nine Inch Nails songs and for this grits. movie? Grits. Grits. Yeah. yeah. My life be like. And it's just like, <laughs> there's like, wow. Out of nowhere. This was the first blatantly Christian. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really cool Christian themes yeah. in this movie. Yeah. This is my youth nope. group went to see this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about this race. So essentially what happens is uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor Jr. and Sean Boswell get into it over n- nothing. And yeah, uh, as their fight begins, Sean is like, uh, your car's a turd. And and <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor Jr. is like, no, your car's a turd. And Sean's like, all right, I'm out. And then Superman himself throws a baseball through the back windshield of a car. Crazy. But the next shot that we see is the baseball exiting the back windshield and there is glass on the ground as if it was thrown from inside the car. And I would like to point out also that the car, the back windshield has no hole in it from the inside shot, which is just outrageous. Start taking notes. That was probably, that probably cost them a thousand dollars. Yeah. To do. I'm sure. just trying to add up to the 85 million that this. Oh, movie oh cost. my gosh. So that's a thousand. And there okay. wasn't even as much CG in this, this one as the other um, one. I know that it has to be partly because that so many cars are in this movie. So many cars. And but, a lot of them were destroyed. So he. From the racing. He Superman lasers this freaking baseball through a rear windshield. Awesome. Unbelievable arm strength. Yeah. Like. This kid needs to go play in the major leagues of the baseball. Yeah. But anyway, Sean gets out and is like, you didn't just do that. And then Tim the Toolman Taylor Jr. is like, but I did. Let's race Dude, about it. No, he gets out and he has like a some sort of big heavy metal car tool. I don't know what it's called. It's a wrench, I think. A wrench. He has a, <laughs> he has a big heavy car tool in his hand. Like he's going to beat this guy to death <laughs> with this well, wrench. And- Everybody congregates in this area right after high school lets out. Right? Yeah. The baseball, they were all there. Like, it crashes through the window, and then, no joke, like 700 kids all just run. He did not even do that. No, he didn't. And so they go to this fight, and then Sean's like, I want your car. And then the guy's like, Well, your car's a piece of junk. What do I get out of it? And then his girlfriend goes, Me. Me. Get me. You get me. Time out. What? I think that's the point when we have crossed a line in this franchise. I agree. It's like, uh, 
I, I'm not going to say that I was fine with objectification station, but there's a certain amount of it that unfortunately comes with the territory in these kinds of movies. Yeah. But the idea of ownership yeah. and, well, and of this girl putting herself up for like yeah. the prize. Yeah. And, and we'll get more to that because it comes up again in this scene. Yeah. But in the most I, confusing I, and way. Let's not. Yeah. So I understand sometimes when we fall asleep during some of these movies because the plot's so bad, but don't forget that in Too Fast and Too Furious, Ted trades two cattle for Suki. That is true. At that one point. And then her firstborn. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here like actually trying to remember that. Like, what? No, no, what? No, it was a bit. <laughs> I want to talk about the race. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it could have been there. Yeah. These <laughs> kids are 17 years old and they're driving through a housing development that's question mark on school property? Yeah, I don't understand any of this. And they're destroying houses. They're flipping and destroying cars. And then at one point, uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor Jr.'s girlfriend looks at him and says, I thought you loved me. Because he's losing the race. Why is, Why is she, she in, in the, the car, car with him? And then the race, and I'm not going to talk too much about like the details of the race because it's just like if you've seen cars drive and jump cuts between two cars, you've seen this. Yeah. But they destroy a bunch of houses. There's some off-road stunts. But it ends with this car. It flips, right? Dude, how did they not die? That's what I'm saying. How did they everybody not And then everybody gets out like, man, that was pretty crazy, right? It's what like, a crazy, no. What you, a crazy you extracurricular activity. Watched your classmates get murdered. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And Why is this part in the movie, though? Like, I don't what, know. what do we get? I mean, to <laughs> apply, well, <laughs> apply logic to a movie that is seemingly not governed by it. I think we had to have something like... If it just started and everybody's in Tokyo, you've got to be like, what awful, god-awful thing did he do to deserve this? To deserve Tokyo. What a Tokyo is a punishment. <laughs> yeah. What? What did he have to do to do that? Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, he almost killed two people. So, but here's the thing is that he didn't. Yeah. They did it. Yeah. Anyway, they go to the school, and then, but it's really the police, and the police are like, hey, you're going to go to jail like for an adult time. And then he's like, I'd really love if I didn't do that. How did he not lose those teeth? Yep. Because when he smiles, when he gives his that mouth nasty, is so bloody. bloody. Smile. Oh, dude. But they're man, fine. I, I, I also want to bring up the fact that the cop's like, those rich kids are they're yeah. not going to get in trouble. And it's like, okay, it's like, well, that's not how that life That feels works. like a weird bit of commentary in this movie. Yeah, like, it does, doesn't it? It feels major, like a weird social commentary. <laughs> I don't really look too Fast and Furious to give me like... <laughs> the cop's yeah. just like, and I can't wait to put you in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, Whoa. All before your 18th birthday. Yeah. And so again, I just want to point out it is 17 year olds yeah. doing this crazy stuff. But then the cop's yeah. basically like jail. And the mom comes in and is like, we sports. And then yeah. the cop's like, mm, Tokyo instead. And then we're in Tokyo friends. Yeah. We're just there. I have a, a, just a general criticism that I don't know fits anywhere else. Okay. Uh, Hit me with it. Uh, what's the name of the actor who plays Sean? Oh gosh. Lucas, Lucas Black. Lucas Black. Lucas Black has the squarest head I've ever seen on a, a non-Lego <laughs> it's, it's person. It's not helped by his Julius Caesar straight across bangs haircut, I promise you. He, he would was be, a model. He yeah. started as a model for Calvin Wait, Klein. Are you kidding me? No. No. He was a model. And he is from Alabama. So I'm going to oh, give yeah. him a little bit of... No, I actually oh, okay. read a trivia on him yeah. that said he once turned down a role because they wanted him to not have his like southern accent. And he was like, no, nope, that's part of who Wait, I Wait, is that his real voice? Yep. Why did it sound so bad? Because he's bad. Oh, my he's gosh. a bad person. I, I think that the conspiracy part of me wants to believe that they cast him in this movie so that a real human being might somewhere say with his real human mouth. Wow, I can't wait till Paul Walker's in the next one. No. Well, I said it, so... 
Yeah, it's like uh, I can't wait till Paul Walker's in the next one. Gosh, but it's so, like fun. putting salt in chocolate milk to make the chocolate sweeter. I did it's that just like by contrast. I know that's why I said that because you get it. Vin, Vinny Deese was yeah. was asked to, to be in this, and he said no. <laughs> and then they said please, and he said only if you release Riddick so that I can make them. And so that's the only reason he was in the cameo at the end of this movie. Wow, yeah, huh. is because they were they released the rights to Riddick so that he could continue to make more. Wow. So anyway, so thanks we're in, Tokyo Drift. We're in Tokyo now. Uh, are we uh, ever? And Sean meets Twinkie. No, 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 no. Let's right? let's, let's not skip the Twinkie because let's let's talk about what the happens weird, first. The uh, dad, his dad with a prostitute. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Here's your bedroom, well, and it's a closet." I'm jumping to conclusions. It might not be a prostitute, but he sure seemed really ashamed of his lady visitor. And she had yeah. a lot of fur. <laughs> And so. he comes in and he goes, he goes, I, I thought you were fur. coming on the seventh. And then Sean goes, it is the seventh. It but is then, the seventh. But then later he goes, you know, we're a day ahead of you. So that means it was the seventh yesterday. So doesn't that mean that Sean's dad should be on red alert and be like, my yeah. son's going to be here. Well, my second? son is yeah. missing. Yeah. yeah. These, are, these are the things you don't have time to worry about though. When you're making an $85 million blockbuster movie <laughs> that eight. only made 62 million. In I also the want to point out that this movie's only about 90 something minutes long. So that's almost a million dollars per minute of this movie. Yeah. Makes sense. Wow. That's crazy when you put it in that perspective. Right. So now <laughs> we've met, we have our weird relationship with dad. Yeah. Go to school. We meet Twinkie. Put on the slippers. Meet what, Twinkie. What'd you guys think? Oh, I forgot about the slippers. What did you guys think of Twinkie? I do not like that his nickname is Twink. Yeah. yeah. Not a fan. Yep. Um, Something very- happened though, because I was like, honestly, I feel like. And maybe I'm just crazy, and, and these first three movies have done something to me. But I feel like he was one of the better actors we've seen. 100%. Yes. Right? Okay, good. Which is weird. I'm glad I'm not no, alone. I was very into it. And yeah. it's, it's powwow. And yeah. also, he makes a like Mike joke at the I beginning. was about I to bring that, that up. Yeah. Is it the shoes? Yeah. The yeah. Well, shoes? He goes, he goes uh, do you like Michael Jordan? I love Michael Jordan. He pulls out yeah. the shoes. Oh, that's funny. Big yeah. fan of that. Let's watch Like Mike instead. Huge, huge pump on that moment. Yeah, for, that was for great. Me. Okay, cool. Yep. That's, um, why I, that's why I brought us to Twink because I wanted yeah. to talk about that. And I, and I actually really do like him. Yeah. I think that he is he is fun. Now, don't get me wrong. He's an awful character and like horribly yes. written. Yes. But he's like fun. You can't help that. Yeah. He's fun. Um, and I love that he's just like, you need a laptop, you need shoes. And then <laughs> Sean goes, how about that steering wheel? Yeah, how about that? How about, about a steering that wheel? Since I got nowhere to put it, I'll just he hold it. He doesn't have a car. Yeah, he didn't have he a car. He just wants and to hold it and remember what it was like to drive. This brings me to my super dump for this movie. Okay, come on. I had to really get critical because I could have just said the movie itself, but right. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so here's what it is. In, in The Fast and the Furious mm-hmm. and Too Fast, Too Furious, mm-hmm. despite everything, we can agree that it makes sense that Connor O'Berry's- yeah has an in into the underground racing world, right? Yeah, undercover. He's undercover or he's been in town for a while. Yeah. yeah. In the first one, he's undercover. He got put there. And the second one, he's been in town for a while and he's on his home turf. He's been in so the he game, Yeah. There is no earthly reason that it should be this simple for Sean to, on the first day of school in Japan, yeah. jump headfirst into the underground racing world. Not only and the underground racing world, the Yakuza-fueled yeah. underground so racing th- world. My super dump for this movie is that of all the leaps, of all the poorly written moments, of all the poorly acted and shot moments, yeah. for me, the worst part is the fact that they didn't even try. Yeah, There's no reason for this. Well, I never even thought that we would see a worse developed 
character storyline. <laughs> but then we were introduced to Sean because <sighs> from what we have seen, his first big races, Homeboy's not even a good driver to no, the very end. No. He's awful. He he destroys a car. Yeah. yeah and, and we can go ahead and jump to, to that maybe. Is there anything else we want to talk I about mean, before I'll, we get there? I'll go ahead and super dump too, and it'll introduce oh, yeah. a couple of characters. But us. I don't super dump the characters themselves, but just how and this is legitimately my super dump, how uncomfortable I was, how close they talked. DK <laughs> talks to everyone. Not even there's not even a measurement for it. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't invented like a nose fuzz away. Yeah. <laughs> like up in their face. And I'm just like, this is so uncomfortable. And I just and it I it felt like Sean had the teeth of a vampire to just bite him and then it becomes a completely different and better movie. But he yeah. cho- he chose not well, to. Sean does have those gnarly snaggle teeth right What's up. What's happening? Front. Yeah. Oh, so, like so your super dump is lack of personal space. <laughs> yes, it legitimately is, and it's well, it's that, and I, I, I can go ahead and super dump, super dump, super, super dump, Morimoto. Yeah, who dude. was the orange-haired dude. He's yeah. the guy from Westworld. I was just about to say he that he is the guy yeah. from Westworld who spits in his hand when when he like. We'll get to the can fight we talk scene about later. How impressive the spray was though when he. Spit it was in so his disgusting. Like he's just so gross. Yeah, he's not. And a, it's, yeah. There's just little things. Like I get really irritated about certain little things. Yes. I'm a normally go lucky guy. Smacking, nasty noises. <laughs> I'm out. Yep. I just hated it. Yep. Anyways. So Morimoto is not your speed. Ugh. Speaking yeah, of no speed, thanks. let's talk about this uh parking garage race. Yeah, this is this they shut it down. They really did. like the racing in this feels like a weird bit of realism in yeah. this series because cars get absolutely destroyed. Yeah. And other than yeah. the poor man who was run over by an 18 wheeler, we've never seen a car we've get almost, like We've almost super lost destroyed. our downhill juice here. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not there's seeing like much no, downhill juice. There's, there's, no, there's, there's almost no downhill juice in this whole movie. There is yeah. some there on is. a, there's some on a motorcycle. Did but you guys see that? Almost none else. That was crazy. Two big tanks of NOS on a motorcycle. Am I crazy for thinking that? It may have been a trike. Trike. Anything can happen in Tokyo Drift. The thing that's hilarious to me about this parking garage moment is they brought in a DJ. There was a DJ there. Yeah, no. There was a DJ. And it was what and maybe it's just because I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Do you feel like the objectification has steadily gone up oh my from gosh, the first movie? Yes. Was there more in this one than too fast? It was pretty close, this wasn't felt, it? This felt like a lateral move. Wait, why are you even thinking that? This is the same movie where a woman offered herself as a prize to be won in a race. That's I would call that. Not objectification, but rather a in- extremely poor understanding of <laughs> humanity. Sure. Um, no, but I think just as far as like, let's call it visual objectification of women. Let's call there it, it that. Yeah. I would say this is a lateral move from too fast. Okay, cool. I think the male gaze is growing stronger exponentially. You do you? It's like the eye of Sauron. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, also, we're stepping up our HD capabilities here, too. Yeah. It, it was might a little clearer. It. It yeah. might be it. A little clearer yeah. shot in this one. So in talking about the race, too, yeah. I'll go ahead and pump. We're starting to figure things out with, like, cinematography. Yes. Yeah. It's getting a lot better. They did yes. take a leap here. And I think I'm starting to see, I guess, really the magic of the Fast and Furious series, especially, I mean, if, you, if you've looked ahead, 9 and 10 are already locked and loaded. Like those are going to, Oh my happen. gosh. Yeah. So there's going to be double digits yeah. and, and back to the, I think our first episode, it will most definitely be the longest, the longest yeah. since it started in 2001. We're almost hitting two decades of this stuff. Yeah. Oh um, wow. my goodness. But gracious. I, Unreal. I, um, 
I was sitting here like the magic of this is how they just kind of kept their balance and wobbled through the first three. Yeah. Because yeah. I think Seriously. we, I think we know it's going to get better. Yeah, I, think I think we're, we're going to hit excited. our side. We're yeah. excited for that. They're bringing people back, but somehow maybe that's me knocking on the wood table. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for this. I can't wait to have even moments where I go, it's self-aware. Yeah. yeah. No, it's stupid. Right. But maybe it's maybe they had so much steam at the beginning because it was a big car franchise. Yeah, yeah. Like I think a that's legitimate what it was. car franchise. And then they were like, wait, let's really take our time. We don't want to totally screw this up. Because Tokyo Drift seems to have been the catalyst for, okay, we've made a lot of We've mistakes. made a mistake. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's what that's we That's unreal to me. I've, I've, I mean, we'll talk. Never. I'm not going to say that now. We'll talk about this later. It's interesting that you said you're waiting for it to become self-aware because I took a very detailed note on my phone. Okay. At 30 minutes and 40 seconds uh-huh. into this feature film, Lil Bow Wow winks <laughs> directly <laughs> in camera. He gets in the I elevator, it. looks direct, like double barrel right Straight down the camera, into the camera and winks. It's during this race. It's during this race in the car garage. What? Yeah, dude. A car it's garage? when he gets into the parking garage, maybe? Yeah, I said car garage. It's when he gets into the Some elevator with, with all the ladies. Yeah. And he gets oh, in and he snuggles no, up to I the ladies. And he goes, yes. boom. And just... Directly, you right right almost wanted to hear like a bing yeah. when he did it. But and, and that's that's getting close to what I'm talking about. I also do want to talk about how earlier in this scene, whenever Sean is talking to DK, Lil Bow Wow apologizes for Sean's actions by going, "Sorry, man, monkey, monkey didn't have his banana today." Yeah, whoa. what does that mean? That is almost sandwich crazy levels. Yeah. Like, people don't say that. And, and, and. Ooh, why aren't we keeping track of our top 10 quotes of the series? Sandwich crazy and monkey didn't have his banana. Yeah, has got to be up down. there. But I have a problem with this. Why was he so offended by being called Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Right, if you bro. called me Justin Timberlake, I would say, thank you. Yes, say, please. Have another banana, yeah. please, monkey. Call me more Timberlakes now. Yes. more. <laughs> th- yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be called that than what he should be called, which is like a lack, like hasn't slept in 24 hours crocodile. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You, yeah, it's yeah. awful. And so anyway, they do this race and Han goes, uh, you can take my car. And he's like, what? I want to see what the kid can do. He takes the car and just absolutely destroys, destroys that car. Um, but then afterwards, Han says, you owe me a car. And he's like, no, nah, I'm sad. And he goes home and his dad's like, I'm angry. And then basically he goes back to school and Han pulls up again. Are we okay to skip here, friends? Sure. Yeah. Han pulls up again and is like, get in. You're working for me to pay off the car. And Sean goes, Cool. Off on a silly escapade. This was almost my super dump because of a very specific thing that happens in this Talk about it. Uh, So Sean is asked to go in and essentially get Han's money from this sumo dude. Just big, giant, (laughs) big, giant sumo dude. And the camera lets us know that he's big and fat by showing his back. And then he turns to face the camera and the camera pans from his face directly down to his nipples. Yep. And just holds there yep. for like for a good like a, cup, was like it a couple for the tattoos, of seconds. Though? No, we supposed to read no the because tattoos? his tattoo starts at his collarbone and goes, goes like over back. his shoulder. Oh. It panned down to like this. My screen on my TV is ruined forever now <laughs> because it was nothing but sumo nipples for like yeah. three seconds. This would have been my favorite movie of all time if those had just lifted up and cars drove out <laughs> <laughs> and then, I would like, why, that, why? That song oh, from Too Fast. Why? That song from Too Fast at the garage where she's like, and then and then Paul Walker's just like, it's time to ramble, Jim. Yes, the scramble came out of the sumo titties. Yeah, I'm doing it. Oh my god, sumo titty scramble. 
<laughs> Sounds like the name of a ride at a fair. <laughs> or that's the song that gets everybody on the dance floor at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all heard about this one, right? <laughs> so... No Cupid. <laughs> after it's so small. After a DJ Jazzy Jeff esque toss out of this bathhouse, yeah, and it, it goes is. back in and receives the money. Or no, Sumo tosses Han the money. We get a why? Um, because why would why him. would the Sumo and his aforementioned titties give that money away? Because little little country boy tried hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's people that come he in respects and gaze, the they don't do that, it anymore. Like he was like, nah, I gotta get this money for my friend. That's the that joke. More and more Forrest Gump. That's, that's, that's the point. <laughs> that's the joke. But that really is the moral of this movie. No, like it's just like country we, boy tries hard. When we get to the Yakuza showdown at the end of this, <laughs> oh, gosh. which again sounds like a sentence out of a fever dream. How yeah. is that in this movie? Yeah. When we get to the Yakuza showdown, <sighs> he just tries really hard. Well, and I, I'm, I'm struggling here because I, I want to talk more about uh, Sean's time with with Han and learning to drift. There's not a lot going on in the middle, though. This movie, no. right? No, he no. takes he takes what's her name? Uh, uh, yeah, her, the girl. Uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, I remember her name was like something like Mila because she, I thought that was funny because she looks like Mila Kunis to me. Neela with an N. Neela. So Sean Neela. takes uh, Neela Nunes. Sean, Sean takes Neela to Nashton Nutcher to a noodle dinner, and uh, then they drive. And then is this when she tells him the story about everyone used to come up here and drift, and it used to be so simple. You just drove what you had, and you made it work. And yeah. now, now the yakuza, <laughs> <laughs> dude. <laughs> This movie is absurd. <laughs> oh man! But yes, this is when that talk happens. Like a lot of movies, uh, like plots and stuff, or the point of a movie, really, a good one grips you. And so, when you're writing a script, you want to you want to be able to say, "I think this will touch people that have been through this." Sure, zero percent of people <laughs> nobody, have had places where the they used world. to drift the cars they could just get, and that you lose Everything used like, to be so simple. All the heads are nodding along like, with Yeah, oh my gosh, like, the Yakuza did the same thing to me. Everything it's, used to be so simple. It sounds like a Mad Lib, it honestly. Does. <laughs> it does. And, 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 and <laughs> everyone was happy and drifting until the Yakuza <laughs> took their cars <laughs> and put their slimy hands all over them. <laughs> but the middle of this movie really is kind of a Mad Lib. Yeah. It... Do you want to talk about uh, <laughs> Twinkie's car? Oh, the Hulk, the Hulk yeah. car. It's so weird. That's the weirdest thing. I didn't know thing. what it was at first. They, <laughs> it definitely wasn't going to be a reveal until I saw the front because I was like, oh, his car's beat up. <laughs> yep. Wait, there's a vein in that. <laughs> oh, gross. Is that a foot? <laughs> and it was yeah. just a Hulk car. Interesting note about that. They were allowed to do that because this was distributed by Universal Pictures, who owns the distribution rights to the, the character Hulk. of yep. the Incredible Hulk. That's why we haven't had another Hulk solo movie in the MCU. Which because is fine if, with me. Yeah, it's totally fine. He works best as an ensemble so character. Have that car. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the middle of this movie is so weird for me. We get Sean's dad's beat up car that never. Am I? It doesn't come back really. Until, Wait, no, until, until the, the end. until it end. I thought it was going to be somehow a connection to Dom because when I first I saw so the too. outside of it, I was like, 
Oh, okay. Cool. Like he's Dom's mechanic. They believe in Easter eggs in the Fast and Furious universe now. This middle section is so focused on one character's relationship with Sean, and I can't hold it anymore. I've been trying to hold back, and I can't fight it for one more second, so I'm going to say it it now. We both got it. My super pump for this movie is Han. My super pump for this movie is Han. My super pump for this movie is Han. Yes! There we go. He's so oh, good. That I is the first, that is the first super D duper pump. Spoiler alert. Here's how sucky Fast and Furious is, even though I've looked ahead and there's an extra spoiler. Yeah. That's your favorite thing you like? One of the best things we've done yet? Let's blow him up and kill him. Well, yeah. and, and I, I'm going to talk about the spoiler, even though Doge hasn't seen it. I read, I Googled it. But- this movie chronologically is one of the last movies. I think we can spend a lot of time on that once we get to yes, like we when we circle back on the we loop. Can. But the most bizarre thing to me, and not steal your thunder, you were probably about to say this. Yeah. This movie takes place in 2013. And it's like they're it's still using flip phones. Lil Bow Wow is on a laptop that weighs 15 pounds. Yeah. And so. Which would have been worth a lot in the first movie. That's with so the Panasonic. True. Do you know why it's set in quote unquote 2013? Because they liked Han so much. Yep. They wanted to keep him around. They literally were like, ah, oh, we shouldn't have killed that dude because he rules. Well, dude, and I think that's they've demonstrated that they will cave to audience reactions because the first screenings of this movie did not have Dom Toretto in the end. Yeah. So they put and him people, in the end. And people didn't like it. They were like, this doesn't feel like it's connected to the others. So they put Dom Toretto in at the end. That's because short of Dom Toretto and Han being in later ones, what besides cars themselves, spiritually speaking, does this really share with the first two? Well, and I think to me, like I figured it out while I was watching this. These movies are like if the Harlem Globetrotters made a movie and it was like, we have to save the world through the power of crazy cool basketball. We have to save the world through dunking. Yeah. And it's like, uh, maybe not, but really what you've done is just make an excuse for yourself to film cool sportsy things with fancy movie cameras yeah. and show it in the theater. Yeah. Like, and I think that's just, and what that's what this are. is for cars. But, yeah. And I hear you. No, just, for the Harlem Globe. But let's talk about, in this. let's talk about Han for a second. Han. First of all, uh, I can't remember the actor's name. Give me a second. <clears throat> Wow, you're thinking really hard. You're rubbing your temples. Uh, Smoke uh, is coming out of your ears, thinking so hard. Almost to the idea. His name (laughs) is Sung Kang. And here's the thing about him. He's actually decent. Yes. He's very good. I thought he was believable. I thought he was charming. I thought he was fun. His character had like really, really had me interested. Yes. And this, I like to imagine because he's, he's become my hero. Yeah. He's become my God of fast and furious. Okay. Yeah. Because I want to imagine he came in storming into where they were writing the script and he said, this is stupid. I'm not going to say these things. I'm writing my own. Yeah. And then he came up with lines that were like, you know how in the old Western movies, the Cowboys run away to Mexico. This is my Mexico. My Mexico. And I was just That's like, such a good line. Dude, yes. And this so like, good. When he's like, look, man, I'd, I'd, uh, finding out somebody who has character and is trust trustworthy is worth a car to me. Yeah. I was like, there you go, boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. First bit of logic in these movies that I can agree with. Yeah. <laughs> and like Han was so dope and, and was so much fun to watch. So naturally being the best thing about this movie. And I would honestly say the best thing about the series thus far. Yeah, oh, for sure. Of Easily. course. What are they going to do? Yeah. You know, they're going to murder him. So you know? I do want to talk about something that he says to Sean in the middle of the movie okay. when they pass the cops and he yeah. says the cop cars in Japan are only factory tuned. So if you go faster than 180 K, they can't, they can't catch you. Yeah. Did you guys think that was going to come back? I thought that was like a hundred percent. I thought that, that was the, come during, back. during the, and again, here's that word Yakuza showdown at the end of this. I thought they were going to go like, 
he was going to go like 181 K or something and get the Yakuza guy to slow down. So the cops would catch him and like something happens like into that. the Yakuza. Like, yeah. cause even that would thematically tie in with the others all about undercover law enforcement, busting yeah. street racing. I think it was literally just a throwaway line written to explain why they're not getting pulled over while they're flying through the streets of Tokyo, which at least if it was, I mean, for me, I was so already wrapped up in these fast, fast cars and these furious drivers and loving this so much. At that point. It genuinely wasn't a question in my mind. No. Yeah, but uh, let's let's maybe jump to Han's death because that's really the next important thing that happens in this movie. It he is, and it's, and it's the first time because no, he's like, he, why don't you ever? Why won't you race him? Yeah, so we we like, if we do that, we're skipping over when we meet DK's uncle. Oh yeah, Mister Mister Yakuza himself. Yeah, um, Dick uncle, Tracy, Uncle yeah. Yakuza. So I made a note in my phone. Dick he's Racy. also uh, what's his name? Hattori Hanzo in uh, Kill Bill. Oh, is the guy he really the steel sword? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Huh? That's such a cool scene. Uh, his outfit that he was wearing looks like he walked off the set of the Mambo Number no. Five music. Video. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's that Lou Love, Vega. Yes. yes, it's the most bonkers outfit that I've ever seen on film. <laughs> it's absolutely bizarre. Yeah. And I just wanted to talk about this scene because of his very weird tan suit. Yeah. And now we can go back to Han's death. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, I don't really remember what leads up to Han's death because the DK, middle of this movie DK is DK wrecks his car. That was a great race. That was yeah, actually that was a very really good. good car chase yeah. scene where the four of them were just kind of drifting through Oh, through traffic. traffic. Yeah, yeah, that was a yeah. lot of fun. That, that was, was one of them. That was a lot of fun. Because the very beginning, yeah, when they're yeah. when they're going up the like windy thing in the first race in the parking garage, um, and then when they're doing this was great. Yeah. yeah. Two separate ones was when I was like, okay, they've stepped it up a yeah. little bit. But yeah, he flips over and when when that car blows up, this was some of the first real emotion I felt. I was yeah. just about to say in closest the series. I, closest I've ever come to a genuine emotional reaction to anything happening yeah. in these movies. Yeah. yeah. I, I was I was v- genuinely very sad. Nobody else seems that bummed about it. Yeah, nobody does. Can we but talk about I think that? I think that was the theme. Death in general didn't seem like too many people were bummed about it. No. Like that is such I mean, a dark picture. Because like, did, did spoilers for the end of this movie, but like DK's dead, right? I mean, he like a hundred percent, super dead. Actually, it was the opposite of feeling bad about it. And yeah, he cheered. Yes, dude. Yeah. And his uncle was just like, nah, I guess I'll stick to my deal. I well, think when you live in a, a world, a deal with the yakuza. We don't <laughs> break those kinds of. Rules. We honor our deals. I think when you live in a world where every day on the way to work, at least one person gets run over by an eighteen wheeler, and everybody yeah, just continues point, driving. Death. Death is a friend. Yeah, death is just a part of your death life. Death is a familiar face. <laughs> Watching from the shadows, waiting. I offer it tea and it says, no, thank you. I am death. A poem by Jordan Wonders. Thank you for that. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> death doesn't like tea. Wait, is it Earl Grey? <laughs> death will drink some Earl Grey. <laughs> it's Earl Decay. If you have lemon, death would like some <laughs> Death's throat is sore. Thank you. I'm oh death. Gosh, let's talk about this bad movie some more. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, really, did you did you start a timer? Yeah. How much time are we working with? Twenty minutes, man. Still? Yep. How? It's fast We've and furious, man. It's movie. fast and furious. It's no. fast and furious. Okay. Let, you know what? The only thing we're talking about at this point, let's talk about building the car. So let's yeah. talk about building the car. They build the car. Build like, the what car. are we talking yes. about with What's that happening? Like nothing of substance happens in this movie. No, no, no. Sorry. His dad's basically just like, he goes, he goes, you gotta get out of here. You're not gonna be safe. And he's like, I messed up and 
I'm not, when you messed up, you ran away. And when I messed up, I'm not going to run away like you did, Dad. And Dad goes, yeah. Dad says, at least you're not redoing my mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if only there was a word that <laughs> meant redoing, but was one word and more commonly used in that idiom. Like, maybe repeating, <laughs> I think would have been would have been really tight to say there. Oh, man. But I think, but I don't I think, think it's worth it redoing this movie. Rewatching my mistake, uh, re-recording my mistake, Re- remake, remaking the mistake, the ones that I made. And so they take Dad's car shell, yeah, and they put together another car. Uh, did they use the engine from the orange and blue one? Isn't that the first one he wrecked? The one yeah. that he wrecked in the first one. Wrecked. So yeah, they, they use that, that and I think that's supposed to be like Hans' heart still beats inside this machine. <laughs> um, <laughs> they. They do that, I guess. I think what they've done, and it's pretty brilliant, is they've kind of given us an analogy to what it looks like to writing a script for a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Yeah. You just kind of take some random stuff and just see what happens. This actually crashed last time, but still use a little bit of it. Yeah. Put it in there. Make it run. (laughs) That is incredibly apt. Yep. That's exactly what um, they've done with that. And a little here's a little Brilliant. a little VH1 behind the podcast for you guys listening. Ooh. That's what makes these movies so hard to talk about for an it's hour. It's impossible. Every yeah. scene's the same thing. We keep looking down and we were we've just been too fast and furious about this. Yeah. yeah. It's like we have so much time. The only way to, to talk, talk long about this movie is if you're like so sh- on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh at a certain point, Sean is basically like, in order to make up for my mistakes, I'm gonna go make a deal. With the Yakuza. Yeah. And that deal. I cannot get over how bizarre that Well, the, dude de- is. the deal itself is completely out of place because Sean has not shown any signs yet, even when he opens his mouth, of being intelligent and having an idea of how to no. get out of something. But also, he, let's talk about this. It, the, the deal that he makes does not solve the problem at hand. No. Like, and does he know the Yakuza's heart well enough to be like, they can't turn down a deal? Yeah. That's how the Yakuza They're goes. addicted to deals. They're addicted to them. Uh, Speaking of weird jumps, we didn't talk about earlier when Han says to Sean, when Sean's like, why are you helping me? And and Han's like, uh, uh, <laughs> Han says, your DK is kryptonite. And Sean goes, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. There's Sorry. no reason for that. But anyway. Uh, no, 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 no. I want to stay there for one second because that just reminded me. My super dump for this movie genuinely was almost Lucas Black as Sean. Yeah, he's bad. He's atrociously bad. Get him and his really Lego bad. head out of this and movie. And I just wanted to I, I could not <laughs> let this finish without me addressing the fact that he was, he caused me physical pain to watch in this movie. It was Let's so continue. Bad. We have arrived at my super dump. Get it. My super dump is the deal with the Yakuza. Yeah, dude. Because if anything has ever belonged less in a movie. In anything. (laughs) I've never seen it. Yeah. This is absolutely bizarre to me that he goes and he says to. uh, The Yakuza. To Lou Vega. He says. (laughs) Here's your money back. He goes, here's your money back. Me and your nephew really have embarrassed ourselves and embarrassed you. We've done nothing but embarrass ourselves. I got an idea of how to fix that problem. One of us will die. A race. Loser has to leave town. And the Yakuza guy goes. Why is it Woody goes, Harrelson? No, stop. Why y- is it Woody Harrelson? You only, you only said that because I curled my L's way far back in my mouth. That's how he talks. <laughs> he said, there's only one. Dude. I, I'm going to have to take my shirt off. <laughs> and I'm going to play djembe. <laughs> but I'm going to have my blinds wide open so you can watch. 
I want to do one now. Deal's a deal. <laughs> Go. And, and, and Sean looked at the Yakuza and he was like, is he smart <laughs> or is he? That scene makes me cry I so know. hard every time. Fun fact, if you even hum the piano theme from The Feather, my mom will burst no. into tears. Yes. Oh. I may not be a smart man, but I know what race is. <laughs> Oh no! No, yeah, no, that's no, that's the soundbite. That's the soundbite that I'm going to use to promote our show. <laughs> Listen to two chunks in a hunk. I may not be a smart man, but I know what race is. And then, like, just a bunch of clips of us saying the words "race wars" from two episodes ago. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that Han's car blows up, and Sean was like, "Han, where are your legs? <laughs> you ain't got no legs." Han. So we're here. We're talking about my super jump, and Sorry. it is. It is that Sean cuts a deal with the Yakuza and the Yakuza guy says, good plan, Sean. (laughs) That's unbelievable. If he wants somebody out of the city, he can kill them. Yeah, just murder them. He is Yakuza. He can come in that room. Done. And no one will know. He can can kill Sean and his nephew and be like, step to me about it. Yes. Because they walked by every... (laughs) They walked by every gang from the Warriors. (laughs) Before they came to Yakuza Nest. <laughs> and everybody, for some reason, was just like, oh, Yeah. Let's get through. They walked by every enemy from every side scrolling arcade game. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. That, and I DK's mean, DK's crying again. He's yeah. so emotional, isn't he? Dude, he DK is so emotional. He's Actually, terrible. I kind of like DK. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a mistake, dude. I don't. Uh, he does his hair with Elmer's glue. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, he's. I can't explain it. Look, you like Paul Walker. I can't explain yeah, these yeah, things. That. I can't explain these things, man. I still do. I stand by it. I'm ready to see so, him again. Final race is just <laughs> too drift, long. Just I really, I really thought it was. And this was everywhere. better racing, I think, in it this was, movie. This one was too long. And the all of their friends are watching from their flip phones, but they never show where yeah. the cameras How are. is that happening? I mean, no I guess idea. because it's set in 2013. Maybe you they know all, all that maybe 2013 all, all that space the, magic. All that cool 2013 <laughs> live stream tech. You guys remember when that took the world by storm five years ago? Oh my gosh. You're still a little stuck in Woody Harrelson right now. You guys now. remember when it took the world by storm five years ago? <laughs> but it's just the most absurd scene. It feels like something. Welcome to Fast and Furious. Out of a fever dream. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. That whole last like moonlit night down these windy hills and make sure you're all watching on your Nokia flips. I wish I, I man, it would be so fun to have somebody like that can just in their mind's eye draw really what this race, what, what the movie what the route was? tells us the route is. Yes. Just, just squiggles. Hey, it's this is crazy. our, we're issuing this challenge. <laughs> draw us a map of this race. I don't want the real road that really exists. Nope. I want you to draw a map of what happens in this race and send it to us. And Please we do. will shut you out. Um, the we'll look other at it for thing sure. is I'm waiting for the fan edit or the remastered version of this movie where they CGI all old tech into new tech so that chronologically it fits. Yeah. <laughs> so the scene where it's just a bunch of like static hands holding iPhones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, we're filming. <laughs> Yeah, so he wins the race through the power of drifting. No, through DK the power dies. of murder. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he does kill kills DK. kills DK. He does kill DK. And everybody's like, yeah, death. Like nothing. Yeah, it It literally, no one is faced. He, well, and so, uh, is it Sean? Sean. Sean's character, there's bon no. Bon Shazwell. There's 0%, maybe negative 
like redeeming things because he's yeah. now he has ended and began the movie the exact same way. I know. Yep. And in a wreck that that should killed, have and probably killed. People. We'll just say killed the other people. His, like it killed Ken and Barbie for sure. His no, it showed them. In my We're mind, they are in head kid and they're dead. They're supposed to be dead. I also want to point out the most emotion that Sean ever shows is just like a halfway smile. Just like, oh uh, yeah, uh, it's bad. Uh, that's the noise he makes. <laughs> I hear his teeth go. Oh, man. <laughs> Anytime he smiles, just like Sean's happy. <laughs> so that's this movie. I mean, I'm so sorry you had to sit the, and listen. The to Yakuza this. pull through and everybody lives happily ever after. Does uh, Sean? Oh no, we forgot the big the big reveal at the end. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Big race. Oh, big yes. race. Oh, we got yeah. some, we got some fam. We find out Han, Han, Han's family. Oh, Han is family. And at that point, see, I already knew this was coming. Did you know this was coming? You told me yeah, on it's, air. It's two episodes we have ago. It so, in our library. So as soon I was just laughing because I think it's because I knew it was coming. But as soon as they were like, this guy says Han's family. I'm like, oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. I I believe Dumped the word is ham-fisted yes just <laughs> right into the middle of this movie and it's just like okay like the only way it would have been like this talking corona bottle wants to speak right to he's you. driving like a corona selling a corona mobile and by the way the speaking of the fans they're like it didn't feel like real fast and furious because there was no dom toretto i'd like to point out there was no dom toretto and too fast either yeah yeah so at this point both Sean Boswell and Dom Toretto have equivalent screen time. Probably more to Sean, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. In the Fast and Furious universe. Yep. And then, and then Dom's like, and then Sean goes, Sean goes, ain't no 10 second car. And then Dom's like, and then they drive off into the night set. And it is done. That's over. Finish. I'd like to leave you guys with the tagline for this movie. Oh, gosh. Bring it. There are two taglines for this movie. No. Of course. Two tag. Two, two tags, two furious. One of the taglines is, on the streets of Tokyo, speed needs no translation. Oh. Another tagline. No. If you ain't out of control, oh. you ain't in control. Oh, my god! So I was going to see... Maybe can we, to close out our review of this bad movie, can we come up with a better tagline for this movie? Yeah. Yeah. I've got it. I've got it now. Hit me. Take me there. The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. If you ain't got a car, just buy a steering wheel. Bingo. The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Nice to meet you. Oh, that's That's actually really good. That's a good one. (laughs) Nice to meet you. That one's mine too. I'll just say that one. (laughs) Say what? Wow, we thought of it together. Super pump to (laughs) what just happened. Nice to meet you. Well, I think it would be super nice to go ahead and rate this movie. I guess. Yeah, I'm ready. This. Okay, here at Two Junks and a Hunk, we have a, a patented scientific cinema scale. It's perfect, and it's how we rate movies, and it is as follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it. Buy, buy that, that poster. poster. The next best thing we can ever say about a movie is buy it. The next best thing we can ever say about a movie is rent it. The next best thing we can ever say, stream it. The next best and second worst thing we can ever say about a movie is forget it. And lastly, the worst thing we can ever say about a movie. 
God has forsaken us. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go. Um, I'm going to go ahead and forget it, and I'll tell you why. I, I probably would have also forgotten The Fast and the Furious, but I always like to do a little tip of the hat to something that has culturally and you know pop culturally like transformed sure. certain parts of cinema. So that's why that ended up being, I believe, for me, a stream it. Yeah. And this is somewhere between the first and second one. The second one, I don't know if it's going to, I don't think from what the research I've done, it will get any worse than Too Fast, Too Furious, yeah. which is great. But I do go ahead and say forget it and not God hath forsaken us okay. because- okay. It's a step up, like we said and alluded to. Like maybe this is when they start figuring it out and say, "Let's invest a lot more in this." Um, maybe not more than eighty-five million dollars, but let's. Holy cow, and they didn't that's make it, it. Made worldwide like one hundred and fifty-eight. So this was by far the lowest amount, and they yeah. spent the most. So yeah. it was on its last leg. Yeah. And Vin Diesel comes to save the day, but yep. I'm I'm gonna forget this one. Um. So for me, this was actually kind of a tough rating because I absolutely hated this, like so much. But I loved Han so, so much. Yeah, that's tough. And so Han was almost enough to save this from the same fate as Too Fast, Too Furious. But unfortunately, not quite enough. Because this movie is one of the most nonsensical, unbelievably bad movies I've ever seen. Just in terms of they didn't even try. Mm. At no point did I want to take the orange slices and give them out at the end of the game. (laughs) And so for that reason, I have to give this movie a God hath forsaken us. Interesting. My rating is very difficult Uh because this to me is so far the pinnacle of Fast and Furious. Oh my gosh. I this can't is, believe that. This has been the most more than watchable. The first one. So much more There's watchable no than the first one. I know. There's no family. This is so much no, more no, watchable no. than the first one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this seems like the most watchable one thus far. And I... For the sake of research, because you and I, listener, <laughs> live in a world where Fast and Furious is a cultural juggernaut. Yeah. It is a thing that draws people. So in order for you to stay up to date on what's going on, you should stream this movie. Oh, Josh. But like we talked about in the beginning of this show, that is not possible. <laughs> <laughs> that is legally not possible to stream this movie. And there is... You would be sandwich crazy to buy this movie. (laughs) I'd rather just give the monkey his banana. So for that reason, I give this a forget it. There it is. All right. It's not good enough to buy. I wish you could stream it, but we don't always get what we want. You just can't. Oh, that's too good. I think I have a good idea for us to close this one out. Okay. And so... We need to do shout outs. I so. think first we should shout out and then I have an idea. <laughs> so it's time to give shout outs and here are our shouties. want to give a shout out to Mike Hudson for letting us know that we are in fact doing the Lord's work. Thanks, Church Mike. Church of Nos. Thanks, Church Mike. of Nos. <laughs> we also want to give a shout out to the Sprite Show, both the Lime and the Lemon yep. and the Carbonation. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you clear, clear it. beverage. <laughs> uh, we also want to give a shout out to Colton Kingston, who sent a very kind and... Uh, informative voice memo to Doge regarding the show this week. Thank you, Colton Kingston. Yeah. And then we do want to give our final shout out of the week to 
uh, a man who's come to mean a lot to all three of us mm-hmm. over the past my probably probably nine days of knowing that he exists. Yeah, and wow. his name is Jesse Awuji, and he is a Jesse. verified Instagram account who commented on our post two weeks ago verified. with a yellow thumbs up emoji and a black and white checkered race flag emoji. Jesse Awuji is a NASCAR driver, driver of number 36 at Perfect Hydration and at number 34 at BBC Mortgage, BBMC Mortgage. I'm so sorry, Jesse. Chevy, he's a U.S. Navy officer, DHA, the sports agency, Matthew 2523. For his story, go to jessieawuji.com. Love you, Jess. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. You want to sponsor us? No, he is. No, Doge, he is our sponsor. Already. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He sends me a personal check <laughs> so, every so, week. So what oh, I guess you. what we're saying is if, if you're a legitimate business that wants to sponsor this podcast, we already have a totally real and not made up sponsor. Could use more. So um, to like, be clear, Jesse Awuji is a real no, dude. No, 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 no. He's certainly a real person and he totally sponsors the show. So like. Don't even like, don't even worry about if you want to jump on board. Listen, Squarespace. I've always said that in all things Jesse Awuji does, there are two constant elements, his love of country and his fighting spirit. He's a talented driver, went from a D1A college football player to a lieutenant in the U.S. Navy and is now well on his way to making his NASCAR dreams an incredible reality. Jesse. It's been key for Awuji. And listen to this, who is currently serving in the Navy Reserves. It's been key for him to honor his country while pursuing and attaining excellence. So it should come as no surprise to you, dear listener, that he has championed companies and charities and podcasts that give back to our men and women in uniform. So, Thanks, Jesse. Thanks. If you want to shout out on the show, do literally anything. Hashtag official chunky. Comment, like, do all that good stuff. Tell people about us. Please tell people about us. We have so much good, good stuff to say about these naughty, naughty racing movies. (laughs) And we really need you to share it with your friends. Give us a sideways glance. Look at us funny. Look at us nice. Give us a hug. Point at us. Do literally anything. Do literally anything. And we will shout you out on this show. You'll have to get those in now because there'll, there'll come a time. (laughs) <laughs> when we can't just do that for anybody. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. is the time. It's Take advantage of privilege. You, you who are listening to this, uh, let's say in the year 2023, and you're just kicking yourself. You're going, oh, I should have gone in when I had the chance. Be- before Jesse Awuji took those guys to the next level. Yeah, Jesse Awuji should have been, been jumped in. Jesse, more like, more like meal ticket Awuji, am I right? Nice. Right. Jesse. <laughs> guys, listen. Just if you're driving, just pull over because you're going to want to just concentrate on what I have to say right now. That's true. The very best thing that you can do for our podcast is subscribe. Yep. yep. Subscribe to that. It, it, like imagine you've got a magazine you love and you'd love to read it once a week. Yep. You're not going to get that unless you subscribe. Yeah. Mm. Even though there's other ways to do it. <laughs> just no, go ahead. And no. Sub- hey, just roll no, with it. There's only one way. Only, only one, one way. Subscribe to our podcast anywhere that you get your podcasts. Yep. And even better now, just review it. Put a review in there and like it. And just say and wonderful things about rate us it. Jesse Awuji. Kiss if, it on the forehead. If you're listening to this and you're like, you're hearing us be like, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. And you're like, they mean somebody else. Nope. We, we mean, mean you. literally. We you. mean you. If we had the time and money to buy a movie called Tokyo Drift, yeah. you have just the time and money because it's free to leave a review. That's and true. listen, if somebody as high and lofty as Jesse Awuji can yeah. leave us a yellow thumbs up can emoji down and a black and white checkered race tower. flag, so can you. You yeah. can hey, do it too. Matthew 2529. Yeah, you know. We all know what it says. So review. Here it review. is. Leave their podcast. Take a moment to review. Can't, can we're done? Oh, I do have that thing. Okay. To end it. Go. So with our villain's name being DK, mm-hmm. one of the most fun things to do when you're trying to break the ice Go around the room and say, hey, 
What's your best Donkey Kong impersonation? Ooh. Because it's real hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you mine legitimately. Okay. It's not going to be what so you So this is no it's, jokes. This, this is, is like no a real, joke. we this have to really serious. try. Okay. So here, and I, and it's perfect because DK himself was a drifter. Yeah. That's the yeah. first DK drifter I ever knew. Sure. Yeah. And I loved yeah, yeah, him. He was yeah. kind of slow, but you couldn't run into him or you'd maybe get knocked yeah, off. Yeah, fly away. <laughs> Anyways, here's mine. And it has to come out of nowhere. Like I'm clearing my throat. Here we go. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. No, I appreciate yeah, okay. the sincerity behind more. that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with with the move that he makes when you throw the punch that's been charging up in Super Smash. So good. So I've kind of lost my voice a little bit already, so this might be tough. Uh, It's so weird to do it sincerely and not a bit. Yep. (laughs) Whoa. Come on, Doge. Was that okay? That that was good. Yeah. I feel good about that one. Uh, I would say mine, mine, this will be when you push B and he's charging the punch and the little clouds above his head. It's just, he doesn't make any sound, but it just goes. No, that's a cop out. <laughs> that's totally a cop out. I honestly can't remember a noise the DK made. That's the point. So just give it to me. The point is no one remembers anything he does. I can do most of the rap from Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> can you do that instead? Can you sub can you sub me out? <laughs> no. I want I want I want all the shame of we this commitment. Moment. If people are gonna leave reviews, we need committed hosts. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so close to doing your freaking bird noise. <laughs> no, sincere, no I, bits. Okay. <laughs> This is the most uncomfortable I've ever been on my podcast. What does Donkey Kong no, do? Please. You got to do, do it. What? It, no, genuinely, what does Donkey Kong do? Nope. No help. No lifelines. Um, is it the? Is it okay? Uh, is it the you part? Want me to give you some coaching. Is it the part where he goes? It's me, Donkey Kong. Here's a barrel. <laughs> oh, no. I'm gonna throw a barrel at you, no, Mario. No. I need a legitimate impersonation. Okay, so I'm show won't, two, we won't coach be done. There's only two parts to this recipe. <laughs> okay, uh, kind of a guttural noise from mm-hmm. your very soul while you're being tickled. Yeah, <laughs> go. You're gonna tickle me, but don't go too far into Scooby Doo. I'm moving over to tickle him. You ready? Don't go too far. Three. Into Sco- I'm gonna move this cup. Two. Go. I'm a little sweaty. That's fine. It's go. gonna be a perfect DK impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> For two chunks and a hunk, I'm the real Donkey Kong. I'm Jordan and I'm Carter. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>